Okay, so I think I've I think I've got it recorded. Wait, I gotta get my notebook. And, nope. Oh. What? I, I gotta get a drink to it. Hold just a second. Okay. Well. Okay. Well. So I think it's going. All right. Um, Wait, do you need anything? Yeah, I probably have to go to the bathroom, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, it, you know, I'm old. Is it recording? Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, wait, what is this? Oh, this is the... Truly Unlimited Podcast. Here we go. All right, we are back, and this is the Truly Unlimited Podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm Jeff Plunkett, and I'm, I'm here with... Don Bruce. Don Bruce, jumping ahead of my introduction. <laughs> That's okay. Um, we he are a well-oiled. You can't see that. That is true. Um, no, I did not. Um, <laughs> we are a well-oiled machine. Um, well, it, it's been oiled <laughs> at one point and then occasionally rusted. I don't know what any of that means, but anyway, skip it. Yeah, let's just move on, shall we? All right. So we—it's another episode of the Truly Unlimited podcast, and this is one of our episodes. Every other uh, podcast, at least for now. We're, 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 we have a topic and then the other, uh, the next podcast is an exploration currently in Hebrews. Um, it's been a lot of fun and I'm just going to tell you ahead of time that we just spent, um, I don't know, maybe it's an hour, hour and a half, yeah. a grueling hour and just, a half working, grueling. yes, working on, um, these six verses that, uh, Don is going to read for you and, you may hear these verses and go, ah, well, that's not really all that hard. We we weren't just gulping back milk, um, the milk of the word. We were chewing on the beef, um, chewing on the meat, um, and it was it was just to say the least, it was very grueling because we were questioning everything. What does that mean? What does that mean? What's the point here? And there is a there's an overarching point, a contrast, and, and we'll talk about that. But there was just some just some really incredible stuff that we uncovered. And as we always say, every time we do this, we really hope that we can unpack what we've unpacked to you to make it make sense. And I'm always nervous about that because yeah. <laughs> um, one because the the word of God is 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 so powerful, and I think most of the time. And it, it it pains me. It it hurts my heart. Most of the time, we just come to the Word of God with um, not much expectation, um, frankly, right. and and not and not 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 wanting to know really what God is speaking. Not just to us, but what is He speaking? What does He want His people to hear about Him? And there's so much more than than even the little self-help type way we come back and come to scripture so anyway i I won't go too deep into that because i'll i'll get a little passionate about that but um so all right so don i'm gonna i'm gonna stop my my (laughs) prattle um so that you can can read this we're reading from hebrews 3 1 through 6 and i'll i'll shush (laughs) (laughs) okay so we're here we go hebrews 3 reading from the niv Verse 1, therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. He was faithful to the one who appointed him, just as Moses was faithful in all God's house. Jesus has been found worthy of greater honor than Moses, 
just as the builder of a house has greater honor than the house itself. For every house is built by someone, but God is the builder of everything. Moses was faithful as a servant in all God's house, bearing witness to what would be spoken by God in the future. But Christ is faithful as the Son over God's house, and we are his house, if indeed we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope in which we glory. Thank you. Okay, so just let's 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 help you understand just a little bit here of there's a there's a, a pretty big overarching message and then there's there is a a I don't even know how to put that. So let me just skip that part. <laughs> blah blah blah. Okay. All right, rewind. All right, so here's what we want you to understand. Um, not really rewinding. Anyway, <laughs> so the author here is speaking directly to Hebrews, and, and I know that that makes it's obvious because it's titled Hebrews, Hebrews but right. he's speaking to people from a Jewish background, a Jewish tradition, who have now accepted Christ, who have now joined with Christ, and... Um, um, and so he's, he's speaking to that. So he's going, okay. So he, what he keeps doing is he keeps making this contrast to the, your, your, your Mount Rushmore type people, in this mm-hmm. case, Moses. Let me tell you about Moses. This is what Moses did. And then here's Jesus. Moses, big deal. You know, he was a big deal, big man. Okay, but Jesus is bigger, right. much, much much massively bigger. Um, and so he's contrasting Moses with Jesus. Yes, that is true. Um, but there's more to it than all of that. Um, a key word that we want you to think about is house. And we talked about this earlier. Do you remember the the Greek word for yes, house? Yes, it's yogurt. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I, I, I lobbed this little softball to you. Um, I knew you were going to say yogurt, and we didn't even plan it, but I knew she was going to do it. Yogurt, yes. And you'll never go through the yogurt section of the grocery store again without thinking of this word, maybe even this passage. I hope so. I hope so. I hope we, we create that association. Um, yeah, it's Greek yogurt specifically. Exactly. And now they're going, what in the world are they talking about? <laughs> so the Greek word for house, Jeff, is? Oikos. <laughs> Oikos. When, yes. when, he, when he looked that up and read that while we were going through this, we both kind of look at each other like, wait, the yogurt? <laughs> <laughs> and then we had to ask the question, <laughs> Why? 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 Why is it called? Why is yo- the yogurt called oikos? Which we still didn't figure that yeah, out. Yeah, we didn't. Um, <laughs> so it's so you can spend some time considering that. Um, God, now I'm now I'm a little bit distracted because I'm Sorry. thinking about that question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, but the the word is oikos house. Um, and, and it's a very key word because it's used over and over. It's used several times in this passage. 
So one of the one of the the key methods of of really um, researching and, and trying to dig deeper, um, just kind of chew on God's word is if there's a repeated word, it's repeated several times, then you need to find out why it's repeated. Why is this a central point? And in this particular passage, these six verses, this word house is very, very, very important. And specifically, it says God's house or God's oikos. But read that read that verse again. I think it's verse 2. And maybe whenever you hear her read this, you will... You, You'll understand why we had we stopped and we were like, what does that mean? All right, so read verse 2 again, Don. He was faithful to the one who appointed him, just as Moses was, was faithful in all God's house. Okay, so what does that mean, God's house? Big, big house. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I think that's that's a reference to heaven. I think. Um, I think yeah. Yeah. Um, just, and and who's who's the artist that you're referring to there? Um, uh, that was Stephen Curtis Chapman, wasn't it? I don't. Was uh, it not? I don't know. I oh, don't no, think so. No, it wasn't. It oh, was. Wasn't the that was Australian the, dudes. Oh, Newsboys. Yes, Newsboys. Yeah, yes, there we go. I think that's what. Newsboys. I was thinking of the big advent, the Great Adventure. Sorry, we're going way off. Yes. Okay, back to the house. Now I'm going to focus on the family. I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) Yes, we can get off track. All right. All right, back to yogurt. All right. Um, So God's house. Moses was faithful in all God's house. There you go. Yes. And and so I I know, you know, if I was talking to – my grandmother, which, you know, she died several years ago. So God's house is the church, mm-hmm. all right? And obviously it's not talking about that. Um, it's not talking about uh, the church, where you go to church. It's not talking about that. So what, what does it mean um, was faithful in all of God's house? Because Moses didn't go to my church. Nope. Okay. Mine neither. Yeah. So it means something very... I, I find it just absolutely fascinating what this what this word really means. So let's let's kind of dig into that a little bit, um, and we'll talk about we're going to talk about faithful. Um, I think we're going to talk about what that means and in co- contrasting Moses' faithfulness in God's house. Um, we're going to talk about um, Jesus being faithful over. God's house right. and, and and the difference between faithful in God's house and faithful over God's house. Because you do, even though we may pull out little pieces of this passage, to understand this, you do have to look at the whole passage and take it to get, you know, figuring out the small pieces, but putting it together to try to get what is being said what's being relayed Mm, yeah that's that's good because again you could (laughs) because somebody who just going to trying to find some kind of proof text 
oh, uh, yeah. could could pull this out, which we didn't talk about this in our, our hour and a half conversation, but they could go to this and go, oh, okay, well, Moses was faithful going to church, and so you should be faithful going to church. Right. Um, so where were you last Sunday? Um, right? right. And that is not right. that is not even remotely what this is talking about. So if that's your interpretation of that, flush that that is not exalt not that's not even remotely christ is faithful as the son over god's house christ is over the church which he is yes but yet taking this scripture as that might be out of context that is way out of context (laughs) yes so oh my goodness um but i wouldn't put a past anybody to do that all right so all right, so we 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 tend to, <laughs> I tend well. to to have a, a huge weird introduction to a conversation. I, I apologize. Um, we probably, did say this was grueling. Yes, going it, through it. <laughs> it really was. It was very painful, and so we're putting you through through some pain right now. I guess. All right, so let's talk about in all God's house. That word oikos, um, which is translated house. Um, and specifically, it's God's house in this case. But, all right, so house is a residence. All right, but think about what a residence is. It's a base camp. It's a, it's a place of unified identity. So it can also mean household. So, um, so think about passages like me and all my household. Um, right. It's us together. Us together unified together in in our in the things that we do and how we do things um it, but again it's that that base camp it's the place you go back to so maybe you're at your house right now um you're at your address whatever your address is or maybe you're out and about you're on a walk or you're on a run or you're at work or you're driving down the road but eventually hopefully you'll be able to get back to your base camp you're going to get back to your household this is this is my place of identity this is the place that if you want to send me information, you send it to me in the mail. This is how you send it. Yeah. This is the place where you can find me whenever I'm at my place of rest, when I'm at my place of, of most reliable. Not that, it's, not that our, our physical houses are really reliable, but it's the most reliable. It's the most. But, right. So it, it, it's... It's not just talk. It's not really talking about. This is not talking about a physical place. This is talking about, in a sense, in the idea of the place that we come back to, and it's our place of our unified identity. Okay, mm-hmm. that if that, I hope that makes sense here. Um, interestingly, I, I the the word oikos is also where we get part of where we get the word ecosystem okay so an ecosystem is you know all of the parts working together um in in this so it's it's the in unity yeah, yeah in, right. in unity exactly um it, it's also and this this won't help much in our conversation but i just thought it was interesting it's also where we get the word economy um it's it's oikos meaning household and nemein which I always mispronounce Greek and Hebrew words, so if I've mispronounced it, great. Um, I'm staying true to my word. Um, which means management. So it's managing the household. Now we don't 
that's not how we use the word now, but that's mm-hmm. that's where its its root came from. Anyway, okay. So again, this word household or 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 house oikos is that that place of unified identity, collective identity, um, our base camp, our rest, our restoring place, the place we return. Okay, so Moses was faithful in all God's oikos, in that place unified in return, that, that reliable, re, rest, restorative returning place, okay? Just ponder that just for a moment. Just, I mean, just think about that, that Moses was faithful in all God's oikos, that, res- that returning place. In other words, he was faithful in returning to that place. He was re- faithful in, in, in returning to a focus on something um, in God's oikos, household, returning place. And in some ways, because of a later verse in this, in the care of it, in so, not not in in taking care of things within it, in the sense of um, with Moses and the people, he was the one that helped them understand laws that were set forth. He was the one that not only was their deliverer, but he's also the one that, you know, parted the Red Sea and just all these things of basically taking care of them. Mm -hmm. He was the nanny. (laughs) He was the, I mean, in the sense of he was um, faithful in what he was given to do within that place, within that group. Right, right. Good. Excellent. And and then, so I kind of want to go back and remind you in the very first verse of what this passage is really about. But keep that in mind. Keep in mind what we just said about the oikos, about this returning place. Okay? And in first in the first verse he says, fix your thoughts on Jesus. Okay? So he's he's giving you, he's saying, here's what I'm gonna talk about. Fix your thoughts on Jesus. Fix your thoughts on Jesus. Here is Jesus. Now, let me give you some contrasting information. You are very familiar with Moses. Moses is on your Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a Mount Rushmore, but um, he's he, he's one of the— And they're greats. Yes, he's, he's like, yeah, everybody's got their Moses trading cards, you know, everybody's, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I will skip like 12 words that I was about to say. <laughs> Um, and, and, you know, Moses is, is totes awesome. Um, he was faithful. Um, and he, um, um, okay. All right. Um, but keep in mind, but again, his, his ultimate point is here, fix your thoughts on Jesus. Moses is faithful to in the household, 
in the household. Um, but Jesus has been found worthy of greater honor than Moses. There's more. You think that was something? Moses was something. Let me tell you about Jesus. Okay. Um, and then he goes back and he talks about a house. In this, in um, he talks about Jesus being the builder of the house, or God being the builder um, of everything. Yes, builder of everything. And Moses was a servant in God's house, right? The household. Moses was a servant, faithful servant in it, but Jesus was faithful as a son over God's house. Right. So he's talking to the Hebrews, the Jewish people, Mm -hmm. and he's helping them understand that what they see and follow within Moses, it doesn't mean that it's not part of the house, Mm -hmm. but it's not the end all of everything. It's not just complete within that. If I just do these things, then that's all I ever need to do. Right, right. Yeah, and so so in, in some ways, think about it in these terms. Okay, so Jesus or Moses was a servant in the house. And what is Moses most known for? The setting up the laws and the Ten Commandments, getting the Ten Commandments and Yeah. Yeah. So in the household, he's mm-hmm. he's basically saying, Here's the house rules. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you know the little picture that you hang up on the wall, here's the house rules. You know, be right. kind to everybody. Okay, so that's what G, that Moses is known for is he's set up. Here's house rules in the household mm-hmm. in God's house. Here are the rules for hanging out together, being unified together, living together. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and he's the hall monitor. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> yes, yeah, he's exactly. <laughs> Um, and so, but, and so what they were doing is they were living by these house rules, mm-hmm. um, proclaimed by Moses, not created by Moses, but proclaimed by right. Moses, um, communicated by Moses, right? right? But Jesus created the house yes jesus created the house he is and he is caretaker over the house Mm -hmm. um that returning place he is caretaker over all of this um, because god is the builder of everything and by the way that 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 word everything um is from the word parta or or, or penta sorry um um like our pas um, it's all the whole of everything, and it's it's not just the 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 big everything. It's all of its parts as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we were talking, I, w- I was using the analogy like a Toyota, for instance. Um, Toyota makes a you know um, Prius. I I have a Prius, um, so Toyota makes my Prius. Okay, but Toyota didn't make all of the parts of my Prius. Mm-hmm. 
lots and lots of different manufacturers. Some people made, you know, a battery and tires and and little knobs and and you know even the engine may not even be made by Toyota. It may be made by somebody else. Right. Okay, so but now what this word means is God is the builder, designer, creator of everything, including all of its minute parts. So he created the atoms that are in the molecules that are in the lumber that the house was built from. Boom. Checking out science. (laughs) (laughs) But going down to that very minute, minute detail, understanding that he knows every small little piece of it. Right. That's because that's what you're saying is that all those parts, every little piece of it was created by God. Right, right. And the author here is proclaiming that Jesus is God. Right. Because he's saying he's over the household. He, mm-hmm. he, he has authority over the household. So he was he designed everything, all of its macro and micro um, elements. Right. Um, and so where Moses... Moses is just kind of a, a proclaimer of some house rules, a servant within the household. Jesus is over the household. Um, so Moses is, 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 we're kind of on an equal plane with Moses, sort of, um, where Jesus we're not on an equal plane with. And I wonder if the, the Hebrews, you know, it's, it's, easy for us when we're human that if there are things that we don't quite understand or confusing, it's easier to go back to choose the part of that that we're more comfortable with. Mm. So with the Hebrews, in looking at that and in this contrast that's being made, if they're not quite understanding or catching you know, that Jesus has said this, and how does it fit with Moses, their tendency may have been just to, okay, well, we'll go back to Moses Mm. because that's what we know, even though Jesus may have said this, you know, on, on the other side, not saying that what Moses did or said was wrong, but it's easier for them to go with that basic they know rather than to look into to understand more of Jesus setting all that in motion, being part of God, which set all of that in motion. So there's a bigger thing here than just what we see. Right, right. And in in. Another point that he is making within this just six verses is that what Moses was doing was fixing his eyes on Jesus. That's what, so all of the the rules, the house rules, if you will, of this household of the oikos, is those were focused on, Jesus focused on, the creator, the designer. Well, and, and we didn't even necessarily talk about this tiny little phrase, but that's what it would be because it says Moses was faithful as a servant in all God's house, bearing witness to what would be spoken by God in the future. Mm-hmm. And that's 
he was still proclaiming the Messiah. Exactly, exactly. Um, so the, but here's here's what we here's where we get a little bit off. Here's where we get off track. And we talked about this quite a bit before we we started recording. We get off track, and I thought this was a great part of our conversation. We get off track because we're spending our time. Mm-hmm. Watching, watching the steps. You know, right. kind of hear me out here. So we're watching our the 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 rules. We're watching. Okay, let me abide by this rule and, and think about Jesus's interaction with the the Pharisees, um, the rule keepers. Um, the house rules keepers, like, ah, are you running in the hallways? Hey, you know, did you, did you, you know, wash your dishes afterwards? You know, kind of stuff. Okay, did here's you the. Do something on Sunday, like pull an ox out of a ditch on Sunday. Yeah, or <laughs> for them it'd be Saturday, but right. yes, yeah, Saturday. Uh, yes, um, for us to be Sunday. Right, uh, right, um, exactly. So they were the rule keepers, watching every little step that you take teaching you to watch every little step that you take. Now, are we saying that the rules are not important? Not at all. That's not at all what we're saying. What we're saying is, and what he is saying, what the author here is saying is, fix your eyes on Jesus. But but, but what about the rules? Okay, he's saying fix your eyes on Jesus because if you fix your eyes on Jesus, then it will take you to the steps Mm -hmm. that we should take. Um, think about when, when, when Jesus said, I didn't come to abolish the law. I didn't come to eliminate the law, to disband it. I came to fulfill the law. How? By fixing your eyes on Jesus. Mm-hmm. I think your car analogy was good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you know, think about when you were, were learning to, to drive a car um, and you know, whoever was teaching you said, okay, keep the car in between the lines. What was your very first inclination and maybe it wasn't for you but for most people first Mm -hmm. inclination is let's keep an eye on those two lines okay I've got this line here so I'm gonna watch that line I'm gonna watch it very close to where I am and one of the first things you had to be taught was don't watch the line right close to where you are just watch where you're going right down the middle of the of the lane and that's why they'd weave some a new driver would kind of weave yeah. because they couldn't stay straight because they're looking at there's a line on this side, one on this side, one on this side. Yeah, exactly right. You, you, if you're watching your, the la- trying to stay inside the lane, you are inevitably going to weave outside the lane because you can't control the trajectory of where you're going. Okay. And the exact same thing, and in, in this, I would argue, and if you heard our last podcast, I would argue it's part of our design. It's part of the way God designed us. He designed us with this purpose in mind, to focus on Him and join with His glory. Focus on Him and join with His glory. Okay, so our design is so that we do that very thing. So we're focusing on one thing. This is the destination, but it's not just about the destination, it's about the joining, which was a point you made. Um, do you want to talk about that? 
I didn't give you a very good segue there. No. Sorry. I'm not a very good <laughs> podcast partner when it comes to that kind of stuff. I am so sorry. Sure you are. It's just we've had all these conversations before, and then it's like, oh, yeah, you said this. Yes. <laughs> well, well, you know, basically it was, you know, we kept kind of talking about keep focus on the destination, focus oh. on the destination, but it's not about that. Okay, now I got it. See? Take a minute. Um, <laughs> because we either are looking at – those steps we're taking, you know, trying to stay within the lines, or we're looking at where we're going and just focused on getting there. Because, you know, everything we do is almost like a checklist. Either we're checking off that we've followed the rules or we've, we check off that we've accomplished something. And what happens is we miss the journey along the way. And the part of joining with God is the journey. Because if we are joining with him as we go, as we're here doing our life he's given us on earth and beyond, but if we're joining with him, then we'll stay within the lines much easier if we're focused on who he is mm-hmm. and and. Um, and we join with him in that, and in, in that communion, and that relationship with him, and then a lot of those things will fall in line because they they fall in line with who he is. Yes, come on, girl, tell it. Absolutely, you're absolutely right. Yeah, it it is, and it's in you know, kind of a both and. It's I am. Focused on, yes, the destination, but I'm focused on, I'm focused on the builder of the household of the destination, and I am in the household. So I'm not only destination minded; I am where I am minded. It's a both and, and it's about focusing on the builder. Right, and and just as as just a little thing that I know a lot of churches sometimes get. Confused when we talk about the joining, the thing is, it's a joining that's here and there. Mm. Where if we're just focused on the destination of heaven, then once we get there, we're there. Where the joining is a continual relationship throughout time. Yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's really good. I could probably go on for a long time with with that because we talk about we are guilty in the church of talking so much about an eventual someday destination, mm-hmm. um, and that is being with Christ. So someday I will be with Christ, and then we tell people that He comes and He lives in our heart and He lives within us. But then eventually, you're going to be with him. Right. No, it is in, but yet, Lord's Prayer is, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So it's, it, it is this now. It's this now thing. But we don't really tell people how to do that. Mostly, I think, because we don't know how to do right. that. We don't really understand what this with or joining with the glory of God means but yet it's all throughout scripture 
And that's our purpose of going through these scriptures in the podcast Mm -hmm. is because we're finding where that joining is in each of these scriptures. Yes, yes. You know, if if nothing else, you know, man, I don't even like that phrase. I'm gonna you know, just strike that from your memory. Rewind. Yes. Um, yeah, court reporter, um, strike that from the record. Um, you know what we want to be able to to do, because this again, God's purpose is for us to join with Him. That is His purpose. That's His nature. We've talked about that before. And we, we, the way we talk about this Christian life, this Christian existence, doesn't really, really doesn't allow for this, the joining that God invites us into. It doesn't allow for that. It allows for, okay, well, you figure out how to, to watch your every step as you go on this journey so that you don't misstep, you don't cross the line, you don't go across the line. Just watch that. But, you know, it's not about being, being connected or joined with God. Okay, okay, what is the solution for life's problems? Um, oh, well, if you're having, you know, Life's problems are a little bit beyond you, a lot beyond your ability. Um, one, you should have kept the rules, but since you didn't, great. God's going to give you some grace, and He's going to come in and rescue from that. He's a solution to that until you no longer need Him. Okay, so that's kind of the way we talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think it's very important to understand that the way we talk about it, when we talk about it incorrectly, we tell people incorrectly. And whenever we tell people incorrectly, they live it out incorrectly. They don't live it out according to Scripture. They live it out according to some weird, just um, impotent version of this Christian life that God invites us into. He invites us into this relationship with him. This He invites us into his household. He invites us into the household, not the household that Moses built, not the household that Don built, not the household that Jeff built, not the household that you built, whatever your name is, but the household that he built. He is the builder of Everything, everything in its macro, everything in its micro, everything in its in its wholeness, and everything in all of its sum parts. He has invited us into that to 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 focus on Him, the Builder. Right, and I think that one thing that I mentioned is is I think part of the thinking of the Hebrews again in this is they were so focused on their way of living and what had been set up mm. communicated to them by Moses that they saw that as the whole house mm. when really God is saying it's greater than that it's more than that and he wanted you to see the bigger picture that's the whole thing with Jesus with the Pharisees he's trying to say You know, they're trying to pick out these little things of, well, you didn't do this or you did do this, when Jesus is saying, you're missing the point. Mm. 
I'm trying, you're focused on these little, this little part of it, and I'm trying to help you understand the purpose behind it. Exactly, exactly. And then something else that came up in my mind as you were saying that, you know, we, we look at these, these household rules. I mean, mm-hmm. think, about, think about the purpose of your household rules in your house. Don't throw stuff because you'll mm-hmm. break stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Don't break stuff. Don't hurt each other, whatever. Okay, so what's the purpose for that? It's to protect the house, right? right. Protect the stuff in the house. Here's, here's the thing. That's not the purpose for God's household rules. Mm-hmm. The household rules that Moses proclaimed are not there to protect the house. He doesn't need you to protect the house. They are there so that you focus on the builder of the house. Right. They're there so that you focus on the builder of the house. And I am reminded right now of, of the, you know, it, something you referenced when we were talking, um, that when Jesus was asked, what's the greatest commandment? And he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Fix your thoughts on Jesus. Mm-hmm. And love your neighbor as yourself, meaning the other members of the household. Mm-hmm. He is the builder. He is the manager of the household. He is the caretaker of the household. He's the foundation. He is the foundation of the household. He is everything, and everything in the household reflects his management, reflects him we are a reflection and it says it says this it says we are his house we are his oikos we are his oikos if we hold on which means um hold on means you know you stay firm to it you 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 maintain it you maintain focus on it it's like in in one way you can think of it in terms of of that maintaining that true north if you are sailing a ship um you've got i i've focused on that if you hold on to and you hold on to what hold on to two things what are those two things done the confidence and the hope confidence and the hope confidence or in my 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 Bible it, it translated courage, but confidence in, in its its um, parasion, uh, which is confidence or boldness, especially in speech. Mm-hmm. Meaning, so you think of it in terms of let your yes be yes and your no be no. Right. Okay. Um, but then the hope is el peace, uh, which is hope, expectation of what is sure, expectation of what is sure reliable what is reliable there's only one that is reliable Mm -hmm. there's only one that is sure and that is the permanent unlimited god and in this whenever you're talking about what it means to hold that the hold fast hold firmly Mm -hmm. um in that and when it talks about speaking boldly and and that hope all that goes with that journey Mm, it's not just saying 
if we achieve this. We are his house if we achieve this. It doesn't say that. But what it's saying gives us that present um, condition of now. Tomorrow being an owl, the next day being an owl. Yes. It's, it's that continual um, walking in that way, focusing mm. on him. Join, if any scripture in this, which they all point to the joining, mm-hmm. but this one is the one, we are his house, is definitely the, mm-hmm. we are joined with him. And it's a present condition, not a past or a future, but it's a present condition. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. And, and I want to just wrap it up by, with, with this and remind you again, Oikos is that house, that residence, that base camp. It's a place of unified identity. With yogurt in the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes. With so, unified identity. Yes. Unified yes. identity. That is the household, and we are, we are his house, we are his oikos. Mm-hmm. If we hold on, hold fast, hold firm, hold firm to our confidence, mm-hmm. confidence in what? Confidence in him, and in, in specifically in, in boldly speaking, meaning, it, and it's reliable, it's, it's consistent. Mm-hmm. It's consistently communicating. You can believe in something or think you believe in something, but still have a little bit of hesitation or unsure. So you're not going to go out and just talk about that mm-hmm. to people because you still have this sense of being unsure or this hesitation. But when you truly believe in something mm-hmm. or understand something or know something, then you don't have a problem joining in a conversation about that because you believe in that. Right. And that's the thing I I believe, the confidence, the boldly in our speech is that we know, we truly understand this thing of we are his house. Yes. We belong to him. Right, right. And and I want to make a, a, a little point with that. People will hear that confidence in right. speaking, and they will confidently speak about the house they built. Right, right. Right? So it doesn't mean that, well, absolutely, it doesn't mean that all that you strongly believe is reliable or true. Right, right. <laughs> it's about God's oikos. Right. God's oikos that he built that is reliable, and it didn't start with you, it didn't start with me, it doesn't end with me, and it doesn't end with you. It's always reliable, it's always been true. And that's the question to ask yourself when you're going through things, if you even look at things that you're strong and passionate about, you may need to ask, is this the house I built, or is this the house that God built? Oh, come on, come on, woo! All right. that's a mic drop right there. No, oh, he always says that. Not always. <laughs> Maybe always. I don't know. All right. That'll do. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. 
To learn more about the Truly Unlimited podcast, Alethe's resources, No One Dismissed, a comprehensive ministry plan for addressing intense emotional pain, or our other resources, go to alethesresources.com. And Alethes is spelled A-L-E-T-H-E-S. Alethesresources.com. Or find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram.